Hello, Horror Fanatics. I'm Frank. And I'm Jen. And we welcome you to our weekly podcast, Oh! The Horror! Thank you for joining us as we dive deep into all things horror, supernatural, scary, and downright creepy. If you like what you hear, rate, review, and subscribe, or follow to add us to your regular rotation of podcasts. You can also submit any ideas, comments, and suggestions to our email address at oth at seriouslydecent.com. And you can check our website out at ohthehorrorpodcast.com. You can connect to uh, our social media groups and you know, presences and whatnot. You can connect to your uh, favorite podcast platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're in all of them for the most part, yeah. you know, and if you got a, a favorite one that you're into and uh, we're not on it, just uh, email us at OTH at seriously decent.com and uh, let us know what it is and I'll, uh, I'll make it happen. Wow. That's yeah. fancy talk. That's commitment right there. It yeah. is. No, you can catch the back catalog on there. You yeah. Can, Get up to date on season three. We got hundreds of episodes just sitting there. We got hundred. 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 Hundred doing nothing. Hundred. Just sitting there. Hundred soon to be, well, at this point when you're listening, 128. Yeah. Yeah. And we're uh, rifling through. Uh, this is our, I'll, I'll say, uh, official official conclusion to uh, Scientology. Oh, thank you. Um, yes. Lord. I did kind of some renaming in the back. Uh, so they're all kind of formatted correctly, and I'm going to figure out maybe a way if I can just combine them in a group. So if you're on our website, you'll be able to you go You can to just the, go to the, the shit group. show, yeah. and it'll all be Scientology. Yeah, no, and, and also I was thinking, because the cult ones are, uh, you know, pretty pretty popular, mm-hmm. I was thinking of combining the cult ones, too, and stuff like that. But, yeah. you know, when I have time. Yeah, with all that free time you have, Flankwin. Oodles, yeah. yeah. So get on it, get on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, right. No, it was a nice weekend. It was a nice weekend. You had Elsie's birthday party. Yeah, I attended yesterday. my niece's birthday party. Yeah, big I, success. I watched my nephew house almost a whole bowl of popcorn. That's awesome. He was a machine, babe. Yeah. A machine. Just nonstop shoveling it in. Yeah. Yeah. Like he just he was he was in it to win it. Yeah. And then he'd go, it's empty. <laughs> and I did tell him. I did tell him, just let me know when it's empty and I'll mm. refill it for you. Yeah. So he'd go. He'd hit me with his empty thing. Gosh. Yeah. It's empty. Oh, my All right, bud. I got you. And then my other niece took his popcorn container from him. <laughs> he's nice. trying to. He's like gingerly putting his hand out and he's looking at me and he goes, but that's mine. She's she's got mine, and I go, buddy. Here's a full one right here. You can have this one. Let her have it. He was still like, yeah, but it's, but it's it's mine. That's not mine. Yeah. <laughs> I oh go my here. Goodness. This is yours now. Uh. That could be hers. And then Evelyn got down and proceeded to throw a hissy fit. And when she did, all the popcorn went flying. Oh, really? <laughs> Very theatrical. It fell all over her. It fell all over the ground. Typical Evelyn. <laughs> yeah. It was amazing. Everyone's going to know about this. No, the best was when she was having her temper tantrum the for the cake. Yeah. It, it was a sight to behold. She was like big, huge crocodile tears and mm-hmm. she's screaming and Daphne's just holding on to her and they put the piece of cake down in front of her quiet stopped instantly 
It's amazing. And she goes just like this. She grabs the fork into the cake. Yeah. Like nothing. And I go, Daphne, this is amazing. I go, she worked herself into hives. Like she broke out in hives. Yeah. You have to watch out over that one. That one's going to be a manipulator. Oh my gosh. I gonna. love her. I love her so much. Yeah. I just, oh. she's just full of piss and vinegar. And I wasn't there because of the annual golf tournament. Yeah, you weren't there. Yep. There were there were a lot of disappointed dudes. Yeah, yeah I'm a sorry. A lot of, why is it he can never be here? Because you have the party <laughs> yes. every year on the same yes. time of the tournament. Yes. The Echo. 16th annual it's tournament. always this first weekend in June, and that's always when he's got his tournament. Yeah. So I don't know what to tell 16, you guys. 16 years now, it straight. used to be at the end of June. It used to be at the end. You're correct. And yeah. then they did it in May once, mm-hmm. and then it's been consistently that first week in June. Well, because the people on my team that used to run it don't run it mm-hmm. anymore, mm-hmm. and so that's when it changed. Yeah. Yep. You know, and here we are. But Here you go. Yeah, there's no... Uh, yeah. Yeah, and it's 16 years at this point. I mean, we were just talking about it before the mics turned on, you know. Mm-hmm. They, they're they're trying to do. I think it's hard to tell whether it's personal or, or not. Oh, it's personal. It seems personal, oh, but it's, it's personal. There's a lot of changes in rules, and it seems to yeah. affect our team. That's yeah. one. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. You know. I think uh, the days of you guys winning, like they they are hash brown over that domin- shit. Yeah, but the funny part is, is the boys. Yeah. Are playing and they're Equally winning. Equally as good. And yeah. they're winning. That's you know, why I so. say they are hash brown yeah. over that shit. But we won the skins, so that was yeah. great. Yeah. Big bucks. It was a free day. Yeah. It was fantastic. Yep. Yeah. And I didn't know until literally 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. Like 11 o'clock yep. at night, we're hanging out on the front front uh front of their house and uh you know we're just sitting around we got the like propane fire yeah. thing going on and we're watching the fireworks over at the the park and all that yeah. from their from their uh front porch and and uh yeah they're like all right we got to get everybody around i'm like oh this is probably bad news the way it kind of looked it, yeah. i was getting like the receiving uh like it's some bad news they're like no we won the skins i was just like oh like how much in skins and they're like all of them and i was like holy <laughs> shit how much is that yeah, it ended up being like 180 bucks a piece or something like yep. that. So yeah, it was a free day. Yeah, perfect. Very nice. Yeah, I yeah. like a free day. I'll take a free day over winning. Yeah, because technically we won big on that in that regard. Yes. You know, yeah. we we took all their money and had a free day. So you want to rig the you want to rig the tournament up term or the tournament up? Fine. <laughs> I got two driving fingers yeah. right for yeah, you. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> Fine. Give me your money. Give me your money then. Yeah. I'm <laughs> and gonna guess have a... what? I'm not donating that shit back. <laughs> and the crazy part of it is the first hole that we did it on, it was the bar hole. Yeah. The par three where they got the bar and all that. Mm-hmm. So a bunch of people saw it, witnessed that it happened. Right. Yeah. So it they a... can't say it didn't happen. Yeah. Phil yeah. had like a 60 foot putt on a par three yeah. to get birdie on there. And at the end of the day, it cycled down. No one else did that. So that's how we got it. So, yeah, it's fun. But here we are, fair game for Scientology. This is, believe it or not, it's amazing how many people I encounter that have no idea what Scientology is, never heard of it, you know, which is interesting. I I find it almost shocking, 
unbelievable. Yeah, I'm not- but then I remember there's like a whole, like, I think X's and above. Mm. Like, we are very familiar with Scientology. Uh, no, even younger people, like, I look and, you know. Maybe millennials, but, like, Gen Z down. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, but that's pretty much anything. Sorry, yeah. Gen Zers, yeah. but, you know. True. Just, True story. Just making a plea. Yeah. Um, yeah. I got to move but my phone. I'm, I'm actually su- surprised, but I guess... I'm surprised and I'm not surprised. I mean, right, it's a yeah. niche thing that you'd get into, but I, in my opinion, I think it's sad that a lot of people don't know about it because it's a big deal. That's how you end up. Well, no, cult. but it, it's just a big <laughs> yeah, deal. It is. Overall, yeah. you know, and, and this is where uh, people don't understand or, you know, follow a lot of things, you mm-hmm. know, and I'm not saying you got to follow it deep into the weeds like we do and others no. and all that. I highly recommend yeah. you don't do that. <laughs> I will, however, say this. If you're a Scientology nut and for whatever reason you haven't listened to Lee and Mike's uh, Fair Game podcast. Definitely. Episode five is mm-hmm. Fair Game where they get right into right the into weeds yeah. of Fair Game. And you, if you want to hear it from people that have been in it and been it on the deep end and are. Mike was an enforcer of the policy. He was an enforcer of the policy, but also uh, they had some other people that were on there. But yeah, episode five, I made it a point to to note it. If you're, like I said, way into this and yeah. you just want to be really knowledgeable of it, we're going to get into it. But really, I recommend episode five of Fair yep. Game with Lee and Mike. If you've heard it already, well, then. You know what you're in you for. You know what you're in for. But uh, yeah, episode 128, uh, Fair Game of Scientology. My sources are mm-hmm. scientologynews.org, because I'm going to get the Scientology in. Yep. Mike Rinder's blog. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stanleague.org, which is like a yeah. Scientology um, website. Yeah. That, um, I will say, if you Google uh, Scientology Fair Game Policy, mm-hmm. The bulk of the links that come up are Scientology, are Scientology sites. Mm-hmm. It's pretty. It's pretty interesting. Uh, then uh, NewYorkMag.com, and uh, that's a separate story. We'll hit later, mm-hmm. uh, in, at the end of this. And then again, um, just the episode five history of Fair Game for right. uh, Lee and Mike's uh, podcast called Fair Game. Correct. I have RefWorld.org, mm. MuckRock.com. Mm. The ScientologyNews.org, Apologetics Index, and Xenu.net. Oh. <laughs> I bet that's juicy. I haven't checked that out. Xenu.net? Xenu. I have to say, Xenu.net mm-hmm. was... I, I was pretty impressed. I went there and I went, holy shit. Like, they have the actual policy. They have Elrond's own words. They have copies of the forms that need to be completed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. Zenu.net? I I cannot recommend it enough. Yes. Yes. Inner Secrets of Scientology. How did I miss this? I am so excited that I stumbled across that shit. I was wow. like, I just found the mother load. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to I'm going to add that right now to my stuff. Yeah, uh definitely bookmark that and put that in your in your bits and pieces. 
because that's a keeper. <laughs> yeah, no, this is great. Yeah. Oh, I, I went through it and I went, holy shit, holy shit. And I'm sitting here by myself with my upset stomach and my irritable bowel and I'm going, it's all worth it. Yeah. It's all worth it. I found it. So how do you want to get into this? I'm going to start straight from Scientology's own mouth because I, then everything else we have mm-hmm. 100% refutes what they say. Yeah. So yeah. straight from their mouth, from Scientology, no the term. shit show. Yeah. yeah. Fair game is a term which is often intentionally misinterpreted and used by apostate Scientologists and other critics to unfairly tarnish the church. The fair game policy was canceled in 1968, more than four decades ago, expressly because it was susceptible to misinterpretation and misuse. The term meant that apostate members could not seek protection or refuge under the church's internal ethics or justice codes. It had been intentionally misinterpreted by apostates when all it meant was that those expelled from the church could no longer take advantage of Mm. the internal ecclesiastical support and justice procedures churches of Scientology provide to resolve disputes and upsets among parishioners, which they don't do, P.S. and by the way. They would have to make their own way, unaided, with the justice procedures of the society as their only recourse. This concept is as old as religion itself. Many faiths reserve the right to expel or excommunicate members who refuse to abide by the moral and ecclesiastical codes of the group. And I'm going to do a hard stop for a second because they tell you that you are forced into the WOG, which is the Mm non-Scientology justice procedures. And when you do go in, they tell the ju- the judges, we have an arbitration process mm-hmm. that they have written down, but they don't they don't follow, yeah, so- they don't do. So essentially you get stuck in like this legal limbo because mm-hmm. a lot of times you've prepaid for classes or services or something mm-hmm. because that's just how they do it. They just want your money. And when you try to recoup your money, that's when they're like, no, no, we got to go through this arbitration process because well, they sued a, them for the money. You signed a billion year contract. Well, that's only if you're in the Sea Org. I mean, oh. if you're just the well, most, schmo. Most of them go through there because they don't have the money to pay for the courses. So. Yeah, but there, there have been cases where someone has, mm-hmm. you know, Oh, you mean people who have money? Yeah, and yeah. they fronted like hundreds of thousands of dollars, and they're like, "I would like to recoup my yeah. money for the classes that I paid for that I did not." Yeah, receive. so to so to press back just a little bit, fair game. If you're new to this and you have no idea, what it is basically is an offensive that Scientologists will go on when someone breaks away from the, the Scientology church. Yeah. church. Or just the idea, the code. Yeah. If you start breaking away, you instantly become a suppressive person. Yep. And then once you're labeled a suppressive person, then it's open season to fair game. Correct. Now, fair game can be a number of strategies, but basically at its core is to make you look like a terrible person. Yes. And in That's, L. Ron's own words, the point is to destroy To that destroy. Person. That's, yes. yeah. So, However, whatever means possible, and I actually do have a copy of mm-hmm. his 
uh, oh, yeah. his yeah. policy and the quote unquote cancellation of mm-hmm. the policy. So so what happened is, is in 1968, they stopped it from his verbatim because it was terrible. Yeah, they just it stopped just, using the word so, fair game. So, well, they stopped using fair game and they kind of just redressed up the strategy yeah. of it all. But it's still the same. Yeah. And they were doing it decades after. So mm-hmm. for them to sit there and say, well, actually, now I got to pause and say disclaimer for Scientology out to the Scientologists there. If you disagree with what we're saying, please email us at OTH at seriouslydecent.com. And we will put whatever you send us right. as we'll put it on the pre-roll. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, back to where we were, as far as the fact that this was done decades after they said they stopped at 1968. Yeah. And it's, it's not hearsay or a no. rumor. There's no. literally video proof. And so, Correct. you know, what they will do is anything to destroy you. Yes. You know, which is what every church does to their members, by the way. Wink, wink, yeah. not, not. Yeah. You know, even churches I dislike don't do this. No. You know, they're the no. only church I know. That does this. That seeks to ruin their their membership. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. that just, uh, it's it's unbelievable. Yeah. So for them to say, uh, you know, not to hostily take it over, but I mean, just them saying that, you know, well... Many faiths reserve the right to expel or excommunicate members who refuse to abide by the moral and ecclesiastical codes of the groups. It's like, this isn't just excommunicating. Yeah. Excommunicating, if you're not familiar with that, this can happen in the Catholic religion where, say, it you know, happens in, in most religions. It happens religions. in most religions. They're yeah. right in that sense. Yes. But excommunicate means it's just you're not involved in the church anymore. Correct. Period. Full stop. Yeah. It doesn't mean you have to disconnect you know, from your friends and family. It doesn't mean you don't get to you don't get to talk to people. Well, well, in some of them you do. No, but this is where, you know, like you want to know how soon you're in cultville. You just have to look right at the statement here. Yeah. The term meant that uh, members could not seek protection or refuge under the church's internal ethics or justice codes. Uh, it had been intentionally misinterpreted that when all it meant was that those expelled from the church could no longer take advantage of the internal ecclesiastical support and justice procedures of the church of Scientology. Yes. No. What does that mean? That's a that's a huge sentence right there. Yeah. What does that mean that when you're in the Church of Scientology, you have an advantage of internal ecclesiastical support and mm-hmm. justice procedures of the of the church to resolve disputes yep. and upsets among parishioners? Mm-hmm. What the hell does that mean? If I have an opinion of someone in my church, the church doesn't get involved no. in that. No, yeah. that's what normal people do. Right, they don't. The church doesn't get involved in that, other than you guys need to sort this out. Yeah, that's it. But if we were to just keep going with that, which that's what happens in churches. Mm-hmm. There's people that don't agree with each other. There's some that are like, you know, you should have your kid under control. Don't tell me what to do with yeah, my don't kid. Don't tell me how to raise blah, my blah, kid. Blah. Yeah, back and forth, and and you know the. The, the leaders of the church don't get involved in that. No, they don't. Unless it disrupts the whole entire thing for the whole congregation. Right, yes. So this is the problem with Scientology. They don't have a church with a holy day that they all meet together. No. It's one giant commune-type idea yeah. for them, even though they might have separate jobs and all that. Yeah. But the fact is, it's like 
that's that's crazy. Yeah. You know, I, I laugh how they just loft that out there like mm-hmm. nothing. Like what what advantage? Yeah. What are you getting in there? There is no advantage within Scientology and there is no advantage when you well, there are a lot of advantages when you leave. No, but it's typical cult yeah. rhetoric yep. right there. Yep. You know, there's no advantage to you staying, but if you leave, they get teeth oh, yeah. and they go after yeah. you. you know? If you want to see fair game in action, there is a documentary called My Scientology Movie. Mm-hmm. And I forget who the guy was that yeah, did it. It was on but HBO. But you could see Scientology going after Marty Rathbun mm-hmm. in full and in real time, and it was shortly after that, yeah. after the filming of that doc, that Marty went back to the church. And yeah. the reason he went back is because they were threatening the adoption proceedings that he and his wife were undergoing. Mm-hmm. That to was adopt. a that was a BBC production. Yes. Uh, my sound uh, my Scientology movie, uh, and John Dower uh, yes. directed that. Yep. And yep. it's very good. You get to see, uh, and that was the one that kind of blew everything out. And then it was going clear. Yep. And yep. Going clear with all that showed, mm-hmm. and uh, and yeah. then uh, Scientology: The Aftermath. I mean, you can actually yeah. see it in real time in all of the docs. But yeah. in my Scientology movie, like you really do you see really it. see it, coming. and you really see what. Yeah. The effect is they'll hire private investigators to follow you the whole time. And they know the laws right down Mm -hmm. to the letter of how far they can stand away from you, where they can stand. And they just haunt them. And then what they'll do is they'll spread rumors that, you know, you touch kids or you're Mm -hmm. a pedophile or you're a rapist Mm -hmm. or you're this or that, you know, and and they have to be true. Yeah. It doesn't have to be right. And they they just, just have to say it. And they just destroy you. Yep. And and in the background, you have people that are separated from their families. And so now they're lying to the people in Scientology saying, well, you didn't know. And this is what we were kind of getting in before, like with Mike Rinder. Like yeah. I found it amazing that they fair gained him mm-hmm. and they're telling the family you know, he's this, he was a bad father. He yeah. was a bad, he, he was an, he was an abuser. He, he was an abuser yep. and all that. And then, so you got to ask yourself, how did somebody like Mike Rinder get to the ranks of Scientology? Mm-hmm. And that happened. You I know. highly recommend Mike Rinder's book, a billion uh, years. Yeah. That's a phenomenal book. He, uh, he breaks it out yeah. pretty clearly about what happened, not only with him, but with his family. And mm-hmm. it's it's actually heartbreaking because it starts with an open letter to his children yeah. in the hopes that they somehow either get out or get a copy of it. Yeah. But no, that's how that's how brain smashed you are in that group because like Scientology has convinced his kids that he was a bad dad, but it's like he didn't raise them because Scientology doesn't raise your kids. No. So if kids you had separated. If you had a morsel of common sense, you'd sit there and say well, wait, he didn't raise me. So how could yeah. he be how can a he bad be a father? Dead, how can he be a deadbeat dad yeah. when... The deadbeat dad term was all of it. There are know. no dads, essentially, yeah. in Scientology. The deadbeat dad term of it was yeah. what got me. And it's like, okay. <laughs> that... <laughs> Back to the shit show. Yeah. The term fair game does not appear in the scripture of Scientology. Again, this is Scientology's words and has not existed since 1968. In fact, it's only use since then is not by the church at all, but by a handful of anti-Scientology apostates and their attorneys who have exploited it in efforts to generate anti-Scientology prejudice in the media or courtroom. Because of continued harassment by these unscrupulous individuals in 1976, Mr. Hubbard reaffirmed under oath 
the only intention and meaning of fair game in his original writings that he canceled the issues he had written, which mentioned fair game due to deliberate misinterpretation by others. The truth is that church management never has and never would tolerate illegal or unethical actions to be committed in the church's name. Bullshit. The Scientology scripture is replete with admonitions to its adherents to build their lives on foundations of honesty and integrity. Bullshit. The commission of dishonesties or harmful acts against another is the road to personal misery and destruction of positive interpersonal relationships. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But let's go to Zenu because this actually gets into his policy. All right. Let's see, because I broke this out into several different things. Well, and and just to get into it, uh, to how far this fair game can go. So pretty much as far as cases, there's about a dozen certified cases of where this has happened. Mm -hmm. And believe it or not, Wikipedia is where you can get leads on that. I'm not going to say it's sacred, but, but the last known one, uh, the last two known ones. So just, you know, if you talk to somebody about um, basically, you know, oh, well, since the late 60s when they stopped that, you know, it hasn't been done yet. Go look up Ronald Miscavige Sr. Yes. That's Miscavige's father. Yes. And listen to the shit they put him through. Yes. And... Mike Rinder and Tony Ortega in 2015. Correct. So Ron Miscavige Sr. in 2012, just look up that one. Yep. You know. Um, Zenu.net mm-hmm. actually has all of the. Yeah, um, I was looking at it. It's got the court papers related to lawsuits involving Scientology in some way, shape, or form. And they they start from, let's see, there's 96. Yeah, no, there's, there's tons of them. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it, and, and I'm I just was saying, like, but there's Whoa! there's a dozen full blown like yeah legitimate cases that you can look into, just scratching the surface of it. Yes. and like I said, if you really want a good testimonial of it, his dad, yes, you know Miscavige's father, Ron Miscavige Senior. Yep, I mean, unfricking real. I mean, he had to escape out of there. He did, and he that's did. the leader's father. Yeah, un real yeah and there's a point uh there's a um an audio book and i forget the name of the book uh you know it's not just an audio book but it's regular book i'll look it up in the meantime but mm-hmm. um i listened to that um i listened to the audio book on it and yeah there was a point where they had a hitman out for him and they were going to take him out yeah it's insane yeah so this is this is actually getting into his policy. So fair game, the notorious Scientology policy describing how to deal with critics, ex-members, and other undesirables dehumanized with the label suppressives. They may be, quote, sued, tricked, lied to, or destroyed, as per policy. A more recent policy has banished the words fair game, but the policy of what to do with these SPs or suppressives suppressive persons, Mm -hmm. cannot ever be canceled as it is a Habardian scripture and his words cannot ever be altered in any way per Scientology's policy. So example, say, we'll just pick a name, Bob Smith, being an SP is subject to fair game, end quote. So enemy, 
once you're once you have been declared an enemy or an SP, they start the fair game and they may be deprived of whatever property injured by any means by any Scientologist without any discipline of the Scientologist that performs said act. And they may be tricked, sued, or lied or destroyed. Scientologist claims the fair game policy was canceled in 1968, but who would believe people who come up with an official policy that sanctions lying in the first place? So Perry Scott points out fair game was not canceled. The term fair game may not appear in ethics orders because it causes bad public relations. So from HCO policy, Letter of the 21st of October, 1968. This is when it was quote unquote canceled. Quote, the practice of declaring people fair game will cease. Fair game may not appear on any ethics order. It causes causes bad public relations. End quote. This policy does not cancel or this um, personal letter, this Mm -hmm. memo does not cancel any policy on the treatment or handling of an SP. In other words, HCO policy letter from October 18th, 1967, issue four, the sued, lied to, trick, destroyed policy, which was quoted by Anton above, is still in effect. There are also numerous recent examples of fair game being carried out. Not only is COFS, which is one of their, um, mm-hmm. like, offshoots in like an org like the Sea Org yeah. um, is not believable by their reputation and actions. The cancellation policy is a deliberate misquote of the actual policy. The reason for the cancellation is not because it was the right thing to do, but because fair game causes negative publicity. Yeah. When confronted, many Scientologists claim the fair game policy was canceled in 1968. First of all, it's bad enough that such a policy was ever made. Secondly, it's a lie. The policy actually was canceled because they gamble that people trust them without checking the facts. So this guy's like, fuck that shit. No. So the Hubbard's communication office, this is his um, this is his letter where this policy actually comes out. And it's the HCO policy letter from October 18th, 1967. It was issue four. And this is penalties for lower conditions, and it applies to both orgs and sea orgs. So it applies to the whole church. Mm-hmm. Liability, suspension of pay, and a dirty gray rag on the left arm, and day and night confinement to org premises. Treason, suspension of pay and deprivation of all uniforms and insignia, a black mark on the left cheek, and confinement on org premises or dismissal from post and debarment from pre- premises. Suspension of pay, that $10 a week that they're If they get, even give you, know, you pay. Yeah. Doubt, debarment from premises, not to be employed, payment of fine amounting to any sum may have cost to the org, mm-hmm. not to be trained or processed, not to be communicated or argued with. Enemy. SP order, fair game, may be deprived of property or injured by any means by any Scientologist without any discipline of the offending Scientologist. They may be tricked, sued, or lied to or destroyed. That's directly from LRH. And they can't deny its existence because there's actual, it's in publications. 
And when brought up, they try to change the subject, asking what criminal acts you have on your conscience. And according to Scientology, all critics of Scientology are criminals. That's why they are critics. Great logic. This is only standard Scientology tech. It's part of the training they have paid a fortune to learn. If you manage to see through their stupid personal attacks and desperate distractions, you may manage to force them to ward it off by telling you the fair game policy letter was canceled. But keep in mind that Scientologists are trained to never defend, always attack, and of course, take take your money. Mm-hmm. And he got the actual cancellation letter. This guy did. Hubbard Communications Office from St. Hill Manor, East Grinstead, Sussex, HCO policy letter from the 23rd. 1st of October 1968, so a year later. Cancellation of fair game. The practice of declaring people fair game will cease. Fair game may not appear on any ethics order. It's cause It causes bad public relations. This PL does not cancel any policy on the treatment or handling of an SP. You just don't call it fair game anymore. Yeah. That's it. Well, and here's the problem with it, because Leah Remini brought it up in a really, I think, like the best way possible. He wrote it. Mm-hmm. So, so if he Everything wrote it, he writes is gospel. A, he, it's gospel. Yeah. So you can't renege yep. on what he wrote. That's the problem. That's the problem with all this. So they just put new wen- window dressing on it and, you know, either call it something else or they just don't talk about it. But the fact is, you know, this is where you can look at these, these things. And I mean, it's, it's out right in front of you. They got, so Ron Miscavige, who wrote that book, Uh, I was just looking quick, and this gets back to what you were saying. So I used um, Safari browser just to see what normal, you know, who's his face could find. So Ron Miscavige Sr., I Googled that. Yep. First link, Tampa Bay Times. Um, And I couldn't bring that up because it wouldn't load up. That Mm -hmm. could be a number of reasons. Right. But the second one, the second link is Ron Miscavige's book. Dot com, mm-hmm. And it's a Scientology site because yeah. it says Ron, Misca- uh, Ron Miscavige, uh, shameless, those who knew Ron Miscavige best, statement of the Church of Scientology International, uh, literal forgery, uh, forgery. They got a pop-up window, Becky Bigelow, Ron Miscavige's lying wife, click here. Yep. You know, and this is where, you know, I mean, to talk about his arrest and attempted rape, um, how he brutally beat his wife and his daughters, how he bought a... Uh, how he lied about the church and his son and all that. This is the fair game. You yeah. want to see what fair game looks like. That's, go what to, it, that's what it is. Go to ronmiscavigebook.com or just Google Ron, Ron Miscavige, Miscavige Sr. Mm-hmm. Book. It's the second link. And that's exactly what fair game looks like. Mm-hmm. And this guy's dead. Yeah. Like he's he's dead. He's gone. Yeah. What's the point? You know, he died, what, two years ago, something like that? Yeah. You know, and, and they still have and they control still of his sites. Have all these well, this wasn't his site, but this they is his name yeah. where they're they're going after him. Um and it's crazy because if you're gonna sue him, they got all this money. Yeah. They got a, a huge war chest of money. It's, yeah. Yeah. And uh this guy, he was a former The guy that does Xenu.net is a former Scientologist, Mm -hmm. and he has uh, all of this that he puts on on his site is from his copies, and his was printed in 1989. So he states that this policy letter only cancels the use of the term fair game. It states clearly that the practice described in the policy, deprived of property, injured, tricked, sued, lied, 
lied to or, or destroyed is not canceled. It's not what they call it. Mm-hmm. They just have to call it something else. The Church of Scientology doesn't change anything because it's wrong, but because a word gives bad PR. The following text is printed in the course manual, PTSSP course, How to Confront and Shatter Suppression. And this is from this guy's uh, copy of his manual, printed in 1989. And the extract that I'm going to read is from page 128. There is no agreement to be audited, and the student who is found to be a suppressive person will not respond to A&E because student has blown and can't be found or because the student flatly refuses. The student is considered terminated. A waiver or quit claim is given or sent to the student stating the date, the place, I, and you fill in the blank, having refused to abide by the code of, the name and the place of your org, do hereby waive any further rights I may have as a Scientologist, and in return for my course fee of, and they put in X amount of dollars, I do hereby quit any claim I may have on the name of the org, or any Scientologist personnel, or any person or group or organization of Scientology, signed by that person and two witnesses. Only when this is signed, the student may have his course fee returned, but no other fees as... um has accepted that service. The ex-student should realize this makes him fair game and outside their justice codes. He may not have any recourse of any kind beyond refund and after signing can only return to Scientology as per policy on fair game. So John Attack writes in The Cancellation of Fair Game in quotes, In Wallersheim versus Church of Scientology of California, the mother church of the Churches of Scientology at the time the suit was filed, the California Appeal Court ruled in a decision upheld by the U.S. Supreme Court, Wallersheim was compelled to abandon his wife and his family through the policy of disconnect. When his mental illness reached such a level, he actively planned his suicide. He was forbidden to seek professional help. Finally, when Wallersheim was able to leave the church, it subjected him to financial ruin through its policy of fair game. At appeal, Scientology asserted that fair game was a core practice of Scientology and therefore protected as religious expression. This position was also made on behalf of Scientology in the case against Gerald Armstrong in 1984 by religious expert Dr. Frank Flynn. And that's Frank K. Flynn testimony in the Church of Scientology of California from 1984. Mm-hmm. 1984. So Wallersheim v. Church of Scientology of uh, California, Court of Appeal of the State of California. And that's the 18th of July, 1989. And it was upheld by the U.S. Supreme Court on March 7th, 1994. So this clearly shows that even the WOG world recognizes this fair game policy. Now, this is 1984. This policy in 1989, this policy was supposed to have been abolished in 1968. And here, it's clearly stated, yeah, no, you're still fucking doing it. Which is super awesome. Yeah. Big, big fan. Hey, and speaking of, you know, you brought up... uh, Ron Miscavige. Yeah, the senior. The senior and his quote-unquote attempted rape. Mm -hmm. Shout out to uh, the state of California that recognized Danny Masterson as 
a rapist on two of the three charges. Uh, I don't know if you saw Leah Remini's tweet, but... I didn't, no. (laughs) She essentially told the third woman, I know you were raped by him. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry that you didn't get justice in this go-round, but were it not for you, these other two people would not have been able to tell their story mm. and they would not have been able no, and and Danny point. wouldn't have been able to be brought to justice. And she goes, point. and I apologize yeah. for the way that the church treated you. And I'm sorry that you didn't get, you know, some sort yeah, of resolve. Yeah. She's like, but just know that we know. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it came down to eight to four. So, mm-hmm. you know, they, they clearly were leaning on, yeah, he probably did, but it was noted, the article I read, which was, shoot. See, what I'm interested to see, like, I've made it a point now to not jump on breaking news too quick, because mm-hmm. uh, it's often wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, also, hearing the full story on things. Everybody's so quick to jump to get the story. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like our news right now. I mean, like they yeah. need the story because these are dying forms of media. Essentially, you know, the, yeah. the, the, the news on TV, quote unquote, that like our parents and grandparents mm-hmm. watch that's dying. Yeah. So they're doing whatever it takes yes. to be visible on there. That's why they drag Trump's name three times a day. Yeah. Because if they don't talk about Trump, nobody's going to watch him. They're you know. just trolling for yeah. Credit, so they're just ratings. trying to get any yeah. kind of rating whatsoever. You know, uh, not to make it too political, I could care less what right. they talk about. But it's just funny how they talk about one person only. Yeah, you know, and it that's is. a ratings thing. Yeah, it really is. It's ratings. Yep. You know, um, and as far as this with Scientology, I I'm curious on the case of why the four had a hard time with the decision. Was it more legal things? You know, that just got in there because that's a lot in a case. Yeah. You know, sometimes you look and you're like, yeah, no, we knew we know something happened here. Right. But at the end of the day, you've got to link a crime Mm -hmm. to it. You know, that's the whole point of the legal system. And I think um, I believe once he gets sentenced, they'll be free to. No, they will. And that's to give their their interviews. Take my mind with it. But I'm glad to talk about it now. Yeah. I, I think. And Leah said, I'd like to thank. The um, Los Angeles Police Department, she goes, I know I usually give you guys a hard time. She goes, but you got this one right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, the problem is, is you, you really start going down the wormhole on this stuff and you see who's on the take and who's not. Yeah. I don't know any other way to say it. Well, it's you know, interesting because the Epstein his, case is his accusers were actually members of the church as yeah. well. Yeah. And the church gave them shit. Like they fair gamed them for accusing him. Like they were just supposed to. But the moment it started going into court, who backs off first? The church. Yeah. You know, David Miscavige is MIA. (laughs) Yeah. He's MIA because he's got some other fucking problems, which I'm going to get into uh, later at the trailer, this whole thing, but you know, or the caboose, but it just, uh, yeah, all of a sudden the church disappears, you know, and all mm-hmm. of a sudden, you know, this dude has no connection to the church at all, you know, yeah. and they disband him, basically. Um, yeah, it's it's sad. 
It really is. It's sad. I feel bad for these people that get in and they're taken advantage by the group, the organization, mm-hmm. one way or another. Uh, you know, the more and more, you know, my whole personal vendetta for all this is to just, I hope we can inform people that this really is a bad organization. Yeah. That it's not good. They're, they it don't do any good we whatsoever. Not have a tax exemption yeah. as a religious organization. Yeah, but they're, they're manipulating the system. They are. You know, and that's the problem when well, you... Well, they fair game the IRS. No, that's exactly. That's how they got it. Yeah, no, they fair game the IRS, and that's where I'm saying there's people on the take yeah. with this. You yeah. know, so, I mean, you think about it in retrospect. Look at how big Leah and Mike's stance on this whole thing and the yes. the followers and the people that listen and mm-hmm. the my scientology movie and going clear and yeah. ortega's site and yeah. you know the xenu site that you just yep. you know mentioned yep. and all of that is sunlight on this whole thing mm-hmm. and it's still a problem yeah you know but you also look at it this is the problem with cults yeah you know because like mike rinder would say you could go in a room where they're all locked up, Scientologists, and they could say, look, if you want to leave, we can escort you out of here. And they, they won't. won't go. They won't go. Yeah. This is how sad it is. And that's, yeah. I went from a lot of emotions on my road through Scientology since watching, Going Clear was the first for me. I saw Going Clear mm-hmm. and I was like, holy shit. And then I was just in forage mode, like grabbing everything that I could, you know, and, yep. and learn more like many people do, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, that's why, you know, these are really popular episodes for, for us. For me, you know. it was, um, Leah Remini, Scientology, the aftermath. That was the second I, one. Yeah. I saw that first. That oh, was okay. my first indication yeah. of like, I knew shit was going on in Scientology because like, do you remember Tom Cruise jumping on Oprah's couch yeah, when yeah. he was getting together with Katie Holmes? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God. Like, he's he's unhinged. Yeah. And he was, and at that time, he was a proud Scientologist. Oh, yeah. He couldn't talk enough. He would get in good that, about he it. He got in that fight with, uh, who was his name? Another guy that was. Not nice to the ladies on the Today Show there. Uh, Matt Lauer. Matt Lauer. Remember him going back yep. and forth with that? and mm-hmm. Just how he was trying to control the conversation yep. and be this and be yeah. that. And he no longer will do an interview no. if you're going to discuss no, or you discuss ask it anything and about it. They're out of there. They're yep. out of there. He's and, out. And that's, uh, I mean, you've really got to think about that. Yeah. You know, like they won't have that conversation with them. Yes. You know, but yet they're going to have these conversations about other things. You know, it's yeah. just, Oh, he, he got like, they made up this stupid award for him because he was supposed to have brought yeah. all of these people into Scientology. Yeah. And, you know, he had like his stupid little metal thing. And I think it was on Mike Render's blog. And he's like, so just how many people exactly has Tom, Cruz brought into Scientology and he goes, aside from his ex-wives. <laughs> and kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's and, about it. And here's the here's the big thing that I just it's interesting. No one talks about their achievements. No. You can't see their achievements anywhere. No. You know, none of these achievements of them doing this and doing that. No. Now, I'm not saying they're not doing it. They have to do it on some level to mm-hmm. justify the shit. But but even that, you talk to some Scientologists and like 
all those uh, all the media you see online, that's paid actors. It's fake. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah, it's, there's this woman and uh, she they they featured her quite frequently on the Fair Game podcast and she's a nobody. Mm-hmm. And she just she was like, OK, you know, she they would say they um, like delivered water to the firefighters fighting the forest fires in California. So yeah. she would call and they'd be like, nobody was here. They didn't do that. Yeah. And so Leah and Mike were like, here's, here's, and they're like, you're not in the church. She goes, no, but if, if I can help. And she just systematically goes through, she takes, she goes on their site and whatever they're claiming or bragging about, she goes, okay, so this is going to be my pet project now. And she'll call whoever is associated with it. And she has debunked almost all of their like promotional, hey, we did this this good deed thing. And I think the the one time where she was like, you know, it 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 wasn't a complete lie. Like, yeah, they did send like cases of bottled water. Mm-hmm. They're like, but no, nobody Nobody was here. Nobody no, was is, was doing what they're saying they yeah, were doing. No, and this is where you see people that are on the take. You know, mm-hmm. so for example, say they film this, uh, you know, promo thing, mm-hmm. you know, or this, uh, you know, lie piece, you yeah. know, on you know propaganda piece on right. on yeah. what their religion does, and say they get these paid actors. Okay, you get these actors that come in that are desperate for a buck, and right. literally we figured out that they will suck dick for a job. Yes, so that's we did. not under debate now. No. Okay. Yes. We know that now. Mm-hmm. And not not just the low level actors and actresses. The the high level yes. ones are are sucking dick for work. Yes. You know. So so we already declared that with that fat, ugly bash. I just can't believe that people would go down on that fat, useless piece of shit for yeah. work. How low is your self esteem? Yeah, like you that I you just, would do that. Yeah. And then to go on TV and tell me how I got to live. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, go back to blow banging whoever the fuck you're doing. Judge for work, thee not, you know? lest thee be judged. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, now that we've got that, that out, out of, of the, the way, way. Yeah. you know, you've got these, who knows what kind of contract they signed with Oh, them. yeah. And, you know. You know they signed NDAs. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's yeah. some sort of NDA where they can't talk about that or they'll get sued. You and know. an NDA, for those of you who don't know, is a non-disclosure agreement. Yeah. Which means they just can't talk about what they did no. or. And there's a lot of NDAs. Yes. I mean, you know, if you got a job where you're handling sensitive material, you're going to sign an NDA. Or, yes. Or proprietary material. Yeah. You if know. you're like a personal assistant or if you work for a specific company that yeah. has, oh, you, just you know, talk about it. copyrighted text, yeah. you know, you could be, you could work for like Xerox and, and it's have to t- sign it. And it's an a ton NDA. of, ton of plea deals, happen, mm-hmm. you know, where you just can't talk about yep. it. And then, you know, people can complain what they want, but they knew what the fuck they were signing. Yes. I've been around and I can't talk much of this because I'm in NDA land now. Right. But I can roughly say that, you know, I've been in the room where NDAs are discussed to people mm-hmm. and I've and and I'm not proud of it. I'm not proud of that situation. It, right. I got to see the world, how it works. Um, and, and maybe someday I will talk about it, but now's not worth it. Um, but but at this point with an NDA, they're told exactly 
all the lines are there. Everything's there. It's no, yeah. you know, it's not it's, debatable. Yeah. It's and, clear. And the way an NDA works in a legal setting like that is you either get what the plea deal is or nothing. Correct. And so you chose whatever the plea deal was. Right. So if you feel sorry for these people, no, they had their morality chance at that point. Correct. They had that fork in the road where they could have chose the moral way Mm -hmm. or this other way. And they chose the other way. So let them live with that decision. Right. Yes. You know, I mean, that's. uh, And and because they signed the NDA, if they go back and they actually speak on it, mm -hmm. they have to renege whatever the plea deal was. So like if they were given. Let X amount say, of dollars, they have to return. They have to return X amount it. of dollars. Yeah, no, exactly. And that's how all this stuff is done. And like I said, when you get people that'll, you know, blow a fat, worthless piece of shit oh, for a job, yeah, you know. Oh, you know he smelled horrible. I, oh, oh, God. I, he looks horrible. Oh, I but just, just looking at him, you're like, oh, I can almost, oh. I don't even want to know what he sounded like. You know, oh, I mean, it just. He uh, smelled like. Yeah. I guarantee it was like booze and coffee yeah, and yeah, yeah, tobacco. Yeah, yeah. No, I just, I lost all respect for that industry when that whole Weinstein story came yeah. out. I was like, you know what? You guys. Yeah, you don't get to say shit about fuck. You don't get to say a damn thing. I don't care how highfalutin you no. are. I don't think, you know. No. And it's all of them. I'm sorry, because yeah. they all knew. Mm-hmm. And this is the whole thing with Epstein, too. They all knew. knew. Yeah. Every single one of them knew. You know, these are these things that, like, I, I was talking to somebody about the Epstein thing, and I was telling them, I said, you know, what's interesting about Epstein is Alex Jones talked about that years ago. Like five to seven years Remember ago, he when- was talking about that. And this is the reason, and I, I bring this up lightly, right? because this is the reason you can't stop speech right you know because all right has alex jones said some outlandish crazy stuff some horrible things definitely but he's also said some shit that was right on On the the fucking bullseye so right after he got deplatformed and he got kicked off of twitter he went on he got kicked off of everything yeah but it started with twitter that was the the top of it Mm. he went on to joe rogan's podcast and joe rogan kept saying that this is such a crock of shit. And he's like, if they can do this to him, yeah. they can do it to anybody. Oh, yeah. And he goes, and here's the thing. Does does he go off? Yeah, he does. But there are times when he gets it right. Oh, like, yeah. It's scary accurate. And yeah. he goes, and that's the whole reason why you have to. He goes, the way to combat this negative speech is with more speech. Yeah, yeah. So the whole point of it. And I know they were giving him shit about the Sandy Hook shooting. Yeah, yeah. But he even apologized. Even that, yeah. He apologized. He did, he did everything he was supposed to do. All of he that apologized. Was good. I, I'm, I'm sorry if you're a, a, a just a jerk off lover of the Clintons. Mm-hmm. Everything was going great for Alex Jones until he went after Hillary Clinton. Yeah. And then once he did that, just like everyone else, they get destroyed. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, there's a lot to go after the Clintons. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is amazing. Yeah. I was talking to one person where, uh, you know, they were like, no, no, the Clintons aren't that bad and blah, blah, blah. I said, then why on earth did they pause the Clinton Foundation 
while Trump was in office. For four years, yeah. they didn't do anything, mm -hmm. just paused. I thought that foundation's, you know, who are they not helping that they can right, just take yeah. a four year? Isn't there people that depend on that foundation and right. blah, 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 Isn't blah, blah. Isn't it supposed blah. to be helping yeah. all these yeah. people? So why did it pause for four years? I did not know it paused for four years. Yeah, don't believe me. Fucking look it up. It's out there. You yeah. Know, this whole Epstein wormhole I went on is right. crazy. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm finding shit all over. Mm -hmm. And I'm just kind of, I've been in collection mode. Right. And I'm looking at it to where I'm going to prepare for next year where I'm just, I think like cult of the month, I'm going to do either human trafficking or something to that regard. But like, even with this, I found some stuff with human trafficking with, with this, that's kind of connected to what they're going after mm -hmm. Miscavige with. And it's part of these R1 uh, non-immigration religious worker visas. Okay. And they're exploiting that and taking advantage of that. Mm -hmm. So these R1 visas are for like a, um, uh, a non-immigrant um, who uh, it's a non-immigrant is a, a non-citizen who is coming to the United States temporarily to work at least part time, an average of at least 20 hours per week as a minister or in a religious vocation or occupation and be employed by a nonprofit religious organization uh, in the United States, a religious organization that is authorized by a group tax uh, exemption holder to use its group tax exemption, uh, exemption mm -hmm. or a nonprofit organization which is affiliated with a religious denomination in the United States. So to qualify, you must have been a member of a religious denomination before a bona fide nonprofit religious organization in the United States for at least two years immediately before filing for the position. So that's the groundwork on how you get into it. Mm -hmm. And what they're doing is they get people that uh, their parents are like in Scientology mm -hmm. and um, say they want, say the kid to come in and join them and they're from another country. What they'll do is they'll use the R1 visa and um, basically they'll attend a Scientology school and they'll volunteer for the church part time volunteer. Mm -hmm. But basically what happens is, is once it's approved, they have these immigrants working shifts as long as 24 hours Right. Doing construction, building furniture, performing administrative tasks, and none of it's voluntary. Right. These are all people that are explaining that. So there was this uh, one dude, um, he's like 21 years old. I'm not going to say names or where they are, but the information's out there. You can right. find it. And uh, they were he was getting as many as five calls a day from Scientology officials, urging him to come work for the organization in the U.S. So they're targeting these immigrants. Mm-hmm. Or they're targeting foreign foreign people to get right. into this. So, you know, after five calls a day, I mean, that's insane. And uh, basically, he finally agreed. And to help him pass his interview, the recruiters actually shared a psychological profile of him because they're doing the auditing and right. all that stuff, uh, who would screen him at the U.S. consulate. So they're providing him with all right. the information. Uh, the visa gets approved and soon... He's off to Clearwater, Florida. Right. And um, this is where, you know, their Scientology has one of its headquarters. Uh, right there, when he entered, an official took away his passport, made him sign contracts in English, a language he didn't even understand. Right. And then uh, he saw that what he'd been in instructed to tell the U.S. consulate there, 
uh, that he'd be performing religious duties as a minister, complete lie. Right. It was just to get him in. Yep. And then basically they just had him do just this massive heavy, heavy labor and, um, you know, just real disgusting work. And he was estimating that basically two thirds of the people working in Clearwater were from overseas. Yeah, I don't These doubt are the it. people that are waxing and polishing Tom Cruise's car yeah. and all this other stuff. Yeah. I mean, cleaning you know, his hangar for his. Yeah, his yeah. Planes. This is all the stuff that, whether he doesn't see it or not, you know, but it's like the more and more I learn about Scientology, the more and more I think Tom Cruise is a fucking asshole. Yeah. I'm just going to say it because this is our last kind of hurrah with the Scientology. Right, yeah. But John Travolta. Tom Cruise, you're going to act like Mr. Big, especially Tom Cruise coming out with the Maverick movie, and he's acting like Mr. Fucking Big Guy, you know, and everybody swallows it hook, line, and sinker, but if they knew to any explicit detail about this thing, they would just be, I don't see how you're not fed up with him. Like, you know, he's a fucking loser. Yeah. You know, and I say he's a loser in the biggest way, you know, because it's not about house, it's not about any of that. I'm in control of my life. I can do whatever I want. Right. That son of a bitch is not in control of his life. He is life. not. No. They got him by the balls. And when they say jump, he fucking jumps. And what's worse is they have him and John Travolta and mm-hmm. all the rest of the celebrities under their thumb convinced that they wouldn't have their celebrity without the church. Yeah. And that's So sad. that's saying you have no talent. Yeah. That's sad. With all due respect, Tom Cruise was getting into movies before he yeah. he was in the and church. And he was a great actor. And I mean, he, he was still a is. nobody. Like he was yeah. literally a nobody and he was making his way. Yeah. And I got to say, first ex-wife Mimi Rogers is the one who got him into in. Scientology. Yeah. Yeah. But he was young. Yeah. Impressionable. Yep. And again, this is how they get these actors because they will do Anything. Yeah. And Anything. It's, and it's interesting you know. because he and Nicole did, um, I believe it was when they were doing Eyes Wide Shut. They yeah. were over in London. Mm-hmm. And that's when David Miscavige started to have a heart attack because- They couldn't Tom control Cruise, him. Yeah. He wasn't, he yeah. wasn't under their purview. He mm-hmm. wasn't doing what they wanted. Well, and- And that's when they, they the were whole, like, you know, we got to go after Nicole. Well, but it wasn't- they went after Nicole, but the problem was is Stanley Kubrick wanted the set closed. Yeah. He wanted no one around. Right. And that's what was bothering him. So they went through Nicole yeah. to to all of that, you know, because they weren't going to go after Stanley Kubrick because it's Stanley fucking Kubrick. Right, yeah. You know, so this well, is- Well, and Nicole's uh, father is a psychologist or psychiatrist. Yeah, and- yeah. Oh! But Enemy I'm just, of the I'm church. sorry. Yeah. You, you mean to tell me he's that fucking sensitive that he can't defend his own religion on a fucking newscast? You know, how fragile of a fucking person you have yeah. to be if it's, le- if it's really legit. Yeah. You if know, you're, if your religion is so great and you're actually doing this great thing and you're supposed to be clearing the planet. He would talk about it constantly. You wouldn't be think. able to shut him up. Yeah. And the, and his silence is deafening. deafening. Him and John Travolta, both of them, deafening, absolutely deafening. And all these stars, they don't talk about it. It's this secret club they're in. Yeah. You know, and all right. So I wonder what the their dirty laundry is that Scientology is holding over these guys that they can't or won't speak or leave. No, you know what? After the whole stuff at Epstein that like I'm uncovering through here, it's got to be fucking 
terrible. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's absolutely, it, it's got to be absolutely awful what they have on those guys. Yeah. You know, and honestly, I hope they blow the lid on it. I really do. I think people need to see it for what it really is, right. you know, but like, yeah, these, um, these R1 visas that they're doing for foreign workers, this is how they're getting a lot of this shit done. I mean, like the guy said, this is the, the majority of the people right. that are, there and and basically you know it's it's akin to involuntary servitude even slavery yes you know and it is yeah and this is where you know i gotta laugh on how much people go after certain things but won't go after others and my big question i've said it all the time in this podcast why why start asking why more and you'll be surprised the shit you fucking uncover Mm -hmm. The shit that, and especially now, we're in such a beautiful age where information is at your fingertips and you can just put the time in and look into anything you want and yeah. get a story on it. Yeah. And you get a story. Right. You get Correct. the good, you yes. get the bad, you get the ugly. But if you're just like a one link or a one post and pull person, that's not enough anymore. No. It really isn't. No. Because you're most, that's why I pointed out the Ron Miscavige Sr. thing. Right. It's the second link. And the first one had a hard time loading. Right. So if you were a one link and, and pull person. And if it's from Tampa, Florida, odds are. It's, it's Scientology. It's Scientology. No, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, this is, this is where we really are in a disinformation age, but you also have information there. Yeah. And that's why I always, you know, I'll always say it. Listen to people that you don't agree with. You have to. You really, really have have to. to. You know. You can't pretend the past didn't happen or you can't pretend that bad things didn't happen because when you pretend it didn't happen, guess what? It's going to happen again. Yeah. You you have to accept it because once you accept it, you can learn from from the mistake. You can learn from why that happened in the first place Yeah, so that you can prevent it from happening again. No, but also I think there's a lot to be said for a group that doesn't want you looking around at other things. Yes, there's a ton to be said. And I'm not just saying that for cults and Scientology. I'm saying that for- Just in general. I'm saying that even where you get your news from, whether it's a podcast or whatever, if they're not promoting it all with a simple- I've listened to a few groups that I've continued to listen to and I'm not going to say who they are. You can figure all this out on your own. I, I don't like telling people where they should get their shit. Right. But but the fact is, is one way I'm going to tell people where they should get their shit is in the theory of an idea. If the person you're listening to never says, don't believe me, look into it yourself. Right. Go ahead. Listen to the other person. Yeah. If they say, go ahead, listen to the other person, you got to think about that for a second. Yes. It's like me saying... For, you know, we've got a horror podcast, which I'm trying to get as many people into as I physically can. But I'm telling you, go and listen to Leah and Mike's episode five for fair game because it's great. Yeah. It's really, really good. They were knee deep in it. Yeah. Mike actually fair game. Yeah. No. And it just, uh, you know, so there's a level of honesty and transparency right. there that we've always wanted to have with you. You as like a to throw out slogans like game recognizes game. That's why you should listen to Mike Rinder. Yeah. That's why you should pay attention to him because yeah. you know what? At one time he was the king of the game. Yeah, no. And exactly. You know, and if you're in a group that's just constantly spitting on the opposition yes, and doesn't, doesn't offer you the challenge to say, well, go ahead, listen to him. Right. 
You know, if you don't believe me, go ahead, listen to mm-hmm. them. And if you're in a group that's like that, I hate to say it, you're getting manipulated for ratings. Yes. Period. End of story. Yes. It's all about ratings. Mm-hmm. It's so they can make their money yep. and do whatever. You know, because there's some people that just have a niche group where they've just got their droids. Yeah. You know, and they're going to listen to whatever they want. And that's both sides of the spectrum politically. It's all sides of the spectrum religiously socially. and socially. Yep. All that type of stuff. They're just going to get the spoon-fed stuff mm-hmm. to satisfy their emotional balance. And the funny part is, is they're not emotionally balanced at all. And that's the whole point of Tom Cruise. Like Tom Cruise, like Tom Cruise looks magnanimous and amazing when he's in that little two inch space that he can fit in. Yeah. But the moment you push him outside of that, he loses his mind. You know, you want to see the real Tom Cruise. I already know what you're going to say. The Oprah interview where he's jumping on the couch. That's Tom Cruise. I go unhinged. I go even further. The Tom Cruise, when they were just getting out of COVID and they were filming a movie. Oh, yes. And he lost it because somebody wasn't wearing a, a mask. fucking mask and there was other people that weren't yes. standing. And you watch him go off. Yes. And I remember listening to Hollywood people on podcasts and they're like, well, he's got a lot of pressure on him and he's got. To... No, no, no. You're no. from the you're from the industry that says you can't talk to someone like that. You're from if I if someone I worked with, if any boss I ever worked with, talked to somebody like that. Oh, my God. They'd be gone. They'd never be able to be a supervisor, a director, or whatever again. But they give themselves, oh, he's under a lot of pressure. It's like, no, No. you're the virtuous fucking group that says no one can be treated that way. Until your Tom Cruise messiah says it. because funny. Because he makes these big movies, and they all get jobs. Instead of sucking dick for work, they'll get yelled at by him for holding a fucking boom mic in the air. As soon as (laughs) that came out, as soon as that... Yeah. Tape broke. The the very next episode of Fair Game, yeah. Leah goes, that's Tom Cruise. Yeah. She goes, he 100% believes everything that he's saying right now. Yeah. She goes, because that's Scientology. Yeah. She goes, all of that shit that is running out of his mouth right now. Yeah. He diehard believes it. Yeah. He thinks he's going to die without it. Yeah. Yeah. No, and and also what she was saying with that clip from the movie thing where yeah. he lost it is that Scientology period. Correct. That losing yep. it, that yeah. that unhinging yep. bit of it, you yep. know, and and you really think about it, that's where it all connects. You know, every single thing they do, everybody they go after, everybody that's not a Scientologist, anybody that's disturbing the Scientologist mm-hmm. bit, and it's all again. This gets me back full circle (laughs) full circle to the beginning of this whole thing where it's that discussion of them saying you know it's it's you know when they're in they get the benefits of scientology i'm still waiting for scientology to say what the benefits of scientology are and here we are 40 years later 
Yeah. At least. I mean, yeah. we're talking 60 years later, mm -hmm. basically. And what are the benefits? Yes. And what gets me is there's no news organization that'll go and try to chase what's the benefits of Scientology mm -hmm. and prod and poke and all that. And the reason is, is because they can't. No. If they if a, a the reporter they gets up. asking questions, yeah, they, they get, get fair game. They get pushed up and they get yeah. fair gamed. And instead of saying this is what's happening to us, they just stay quiet and they find something else to get ratings. Yep. And that's they move it. on to the next and thing. And they move on to the next thing. And it's uh, it's a shame. It's sad. It's sad because you're a reporter for Christ's sakes. What's worse you know? are the lawyers and the judges who won't take on yeah. Scientology cases no, because of the litigation yeah. and because of the fair game. Yeah. They're like, it's not worth it. You know, so now you you blow this back a bit and you say, well, that's crazy. And you would think out of everything we said that that's a huge organization with a ton of people. No, they say it's basically 30,000 people at best. Yeah. They're saying that's what Scientology is now. I mean, they don't have a real number because you've got these migrant right. migrants coming in and all that. But let's say, uh, let's say they're wrong by four times. That's 120,000 people. Yeah. You know, so here we are with billions of people in this world. Mm -hmm. Even just in the United States, you got, you know, what, 330, 350, 360 million people, mm -hmm. you know, against a group of 100,000 that have this an organization 100,000 strong. Again, I'm inflating the shit out of the numbers mm -hmm. and they've got this this hold on things. Mm -hmm. So now you start looking around at everything else of things that have a hold on something, different cultures, different ways of looking at things. And it's the same thing as you drill into them. They're not that big. No. They're just freaking loud. Yeah. And this is where social media is a problem because what they can do, I can do this. So if I can do it, that means any of these organizations, uh, NGOs, religious organizations, they can mass a zillion bots and get a bunch of bots to influence the decisions of others. Right. And I'm sorry, that has happened to you. It's happened to all of us. Yes. And I think we need to have that honest conversation that we've all been duped by an organization to hold a very, yeah. very strict thought. Yeah. Like even BLM right now, they are declaring bankruptcy. Mm -hmm. Where did all that fucking money go? She bought houses. No, I know. I know the answer to that, yes. but I'm I'm asking yeah. the 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 air out here. It's mm -hmm. where did all that fucking money go? That was two years ago. Mm -hmm. Or three, technically. You know. Three or Whatever. four, you know, but three or four years ago, all of that money and it's gone, mm -hmm. you know, and now they're declaring bankruptcy. How the hell did that happen? You know, what's the amazing part. No one's asking. No. Why? Yeah. And this is where, again, people are afraid to speak because you have these groups that manipulate the bots. Yeah. And this is what everybody's missing with Elon Musk. I don't care what you think of Elon Musk. Right. That's not up for debate here, mm -hmm. but he's hitting the nail right on the head with a public square with the right to free speech. Correct. And the thing with Twitter, what everybody was missing on that whole thing, I had to explain this to explicit detail to someone. Then it turned to three to five people. And then I realized yeah. I'm going to talk about it on the podcast. The reason he was charging a monthly bit for the, the blue check mark mm -hmm. was to validate that you're a real person and not a bot and not a bot. Yeah. So now you got to ask the million dollar question and I'll name drop it. It's not personal. I have no evidence with it, but this is what I think in my mind mm -hmm. 
is when Stephen King says, well, I'm not going to give you my money because I don't want to make you rich. It's like, dude's already rich. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's, he doesn't need he's your money. Back and forth with the number one and number two certified wealthiest people in the world. Right. He's not the wealthiest person in the world. That's a whole separate episode. But the fact is, is, you know, Stephen King, you're missing the fucking point. Yeah. It's the point to say that you're verified Stephen King. Yeah. And you're not some bot. Pretending to be Stephen yeah. King. So, you, you know, so now there's a question. This is the question I ask. Is Does Stephen King get that? Mm-hmm. And if he does, then why doesn't he want to participate in something like that? Right. Or is he too stupid to not get that? That's that's the two pools I'm putting you in, baby. Yeah. You know, and it's hard to meet your heroes and hard to see your heroes for what they are. Because mm-hmm. even a cybersecurity expert that I love listening to, oh, I'm not giving that guy money. That person couldn't even say his name. Yep. And I'm like, oh, get the fuck over yourself. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, sorry. You know, and here, and here are people that have a ton of money and they can't pay $10 a month for a check mark. Yeah. You know, I mean, just, and, and, and now soon... you're going to go and you're going to go on your holy high road and it's like, okay, but you're in the entertainment industry where right. all this bullshit's going on. You so, guys are the ones that needed this and had to have the blue check mark in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. It just like, oh, and how you can... soon they forget that when he was originally going to, and he originally made his offer, he's yeah. like, Half half to three quarters of these accounts aren't actually people. Yeah. And yeah. that's when he, quote unquote, backed out. Yeah. Turns out, no, he was holding them accountable. Yeah. Like, if I'm going to buy this, yeah. you've got to. Well, no, because it's the value of a company. Correct. So now here's the thing, and this is what people didn't understand the whole Twitter thing, is you had Elon Musk saying, all right, I'm going to spend $23 billion on this. Mm-hmm. But you're telling me out of this many users, that's what... You know, um, I'm going to tell someone like Coca-Cola that wants to offer me, you know, advertising mm-hmm. revenue. Um, I'm going to tell them that I have X amount of users. Right. So let's just say it's, you know, you know, two billion accounts or something right. like that. So but the problem was, is out of two billion accounts, 60 to 70 percent of them were fucking bots. Right. So now the advertising revenue isn't what it really is. Correct. You know, it so- skewed everything. It skewed absolutely everything. Mm-hmm. So here's what's going to happen. And I love being the predictor of things. I put a lot of thought into this. So this is where I say I don't like to hop on anything quick. But here's what's going to happen with social media. Elon Musk is going to f- go fo- forward with Twitter. And he's going to do great things with it. Mm-hmm. I really think he he mm-hmm. will. Um, I mean, honestly, I don't care what chip you got on the guy. He's totally revolutionized NASA and the space travel he has totally revolutionized. I don't care what you're saying. His Falcon rockets are running 80% more efficient than NASA ever fucking built in their lives. And he did that in half a fucking decade. Yeah. I, or, you know, a decade max, but mm-hmm. half a decade of really chewing away at it. He's got a communication thing and it's obvious what he's doing. All of this stuff bundles together so he can colonize Mars. That's, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, that's, that's the big game for him. So all of this is a privilege that everyone else can get. Mm-hmm. So, but what's going to happen? Facebook just popped it out. Zuckerberg said they're going to do a, a Twitter equivalent mm-hmm. and they're going to lump that in with Facebook and Instagram. And then 
that's where the whole herd is going to move go. over because they don't have to pay for the check mark. Mm -hmm. They don't have to do any of that. Mm -hmm. You know, so they can just do whatever they want. And then that's the bots are going to go right into there, which yep. the, bots the bots are bots working. Are already in there. The bots are already in Instagram and all of that. And Facebook. Oh, yeah. yeah. And who I love it even more is the Instagram models that are trying to make money and the OnlyFans moms and all yeah. that shit. They got now all of these accounts that are spawning and they're scraping all of their media on there and they're literally creating only fan sites and all yep. these other types of websites are theirs. So they're getting robbed at it too. Good. And it's just so, yeah, good. You know, because the fact is, is sucks, doesn't it? Yeah. I'm sorry. Humanity is humanity and they're going to do what they do. Yeah. And, and this is, you know, the gyp scheme with it. But as far as fair game, yeah, you don't have to look far for it. I say if you want to just dip your toe in it real light and easy, check out Ron Miscavige Sr., his mm -hmm. book. Yeah. Uh, you know, read or listen to that. And then the next one would be, as you mentioned, with the My Scientology movie. Yeah. And just here's somebody who just started asking questions. Yeah. That's it. Yep. Doing reporting. And uh, yeah, it's it's weird. Like Scientology is like the biggest secret that everybody fucking knows about. You know, and the ones that don't know it, it's just like, ah, uh, you know. Yeah. And then you have like the super fans of Tom Cruise where it's like, you know, he's in a crazy cult and all. Oh, I wouldn't care. I'd marry him anyways. And it's I just like. I have a very hard time now watching it, anything associated with someone from Scientology because that money. Yeah. Isn't going to them. It's going to the church. Yeah. And I don't want to support the church. So I did not go see. It killed me to watch Maverick, honestly. I had a, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like, it was a good movie. I told you before, I wouldn't watch that movie like I did the first one. Yeah. I'd watch it maybe two or three times. I was telling a buddy of mine of that. You know, I said, but, and again, a buddy of mine that just doesn't know how deep all yeah. that goes. I'm like, dude, I'm like, it's a fucking terrible organization yeah terrible and the fact that no one will talk to him about it he won't let anyone talk no. about it and it's just going to be this open secret mm -hmm. that's out there i mean no you know what dude fuck you yeah you know and that's where i really think that's it for me like mm -hmm. i i just can't do it anymore you yeah. know i i just can't in my body help that cause out no. You know, and, and, you know, all the billions of dollars of movies you know, or money that movie made. And I'm just sitting there doing the math in my head of how much he probably got paid yep. after everyone else got paid. And he just shoveled that all over to Scientology yep. because Scientology pays for everything for him. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, that's how he got all his stuff, mm -hmm. all his, all his stuff. And, yep. and that's, what's sad to me about Tom Cruise and John Travolta those high profile folks is like they literally think they couldn't have gotten any of that stuff on their own. Yeah. And that's sad. It is. At the end of the day, it's sad. Mm -hmm. It's just depressingly sad to me mm -hmm. that somebody, and it goes to show you can have all of that and have nothing. You know, the, the real, the real deal of what, you know, you know, you have somebody that has a happy family, happy kids and right. and all that. You're the richest person alive. Mm -hmm. You really are. Yep. You know, if if you get along with your siblings and your friends and 
you know, you might not have the greatest car in the world, but it's a car that gets you where you need to go and you got a house or an apartment and, you know, you make the rent and you make the mortgage and all that. You, you don't have that going on in your life at all. Right. You don't have that sense of uselessness yet. You have everything and it's a show. It's a total show. It's too bad, but here we are talking about it for the last time. Unless there's big news. And that's how it's going to be with Scientology right. at this point. Yeah. Um, we've beat it literally into the ground. But, yeah. But I'm glad we spread it out. Yes. Because, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of steps to it. And they're also, as you mentioned all the time, and it's true, they're the model that these other cults have done, whether it's yep. deliberate or not. Yes. But they use the whether same. Whether intentional or unintentional, they follow that same. Recipe. Recipe. Yeah. And, and the more you know. Yeah, exactly. And that's what we looked at some of these. Because I remember at first we were sitting there saying, you know, oh, God, is this going to make it worse where people will try to flock to it to check it out and stuff like that? And I was just like, no, it's just it's sunlight. You know, mm -hmm. there needs to be more speech, mm -hmm. more speech about this stuff. And the more, the merrier. And now a lot of people are talking about it. I think that's a great thing. You know, But, yeah, we've been really kind of in the cult role here. And in keeping with that, in keeping with we that, got another cult coming I up. I know. And I'm really excited about this one because this puts us on a field trip. It does. Yeah. We got we to gotta make some moves. Yeah. 12 tribes. Yeah, for our local listeners. They're the Yellow Deli cult. Yep. The happiest cult in the world, they say. <laughs> That's what they say. They yeah. say this is the happiest cult yeah. in the world. You know, so... Yeah, this is a local one for us. It's not far. It isn't. You know, and so, uh, we're gonna we're gonna do a surprise visit. We are, and we'll report back our findings. Yes. and our experiences. Yes. and uh, for Correct. you, for you local ones that are like, oh my god, I know about this. Yes, yes, we're gonna talk about it. And if you're the local ones around here in Central New York and you don't know about it. You might want to check baby. it out, baby. Yeah, that's uh. So yeah, the twelve tribes. Yep. And uh, with that being said, rule number one: no Ouija boards. Number two: no dolls. Three: no capes. Rule number four: no blood rituals. None. None. Okay. Five: no cults, satanic or otherwise. Yeah, true. I think we hammered that one home. I would like to think so. Six. No apathy. You need to act to help enact a positive change in this world. Little Definitely. little steps. Definitely. Like yeah. you've said countless times, say hello, wave. Yeah. Just Dalton that shit. Yeah. Be nice. Say hello to your neighbor. Yeah. Ask him how their day was. Leave the quarter in the cart at Aldi. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Or Or return the cart to the corral. Please. You know. Put your cart back yeah it's not hard yeah you know or you see someone struggling to reach something on a shelf you grab it for yeah. them you know if you're in that elevation yes you know for all the for all the short cute ones out there <laughs> you know i know how that i goes. can't tell you how many times i've been like hold on frank <laughs> <laughs> yeah you put me to work i do yeah Next one. Don't engage with black-eyed children, and we have expanded this. Yeah. If there are no whites of their eye, yeah, yeah. be it a person or thing. Platypus. Yeah. Yeah. Aminal. <laughs> Don't engage. Nah, nah. About face. Yeah. And 
And uh, last but not least. Just listen. Yeah. It's so simple. Yeah. And don't just, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Actually listen. Yeah, don't hear them. Yes. Yeah. Actively listen. That means you have to pay attention. Mm-hmm. That may trigger you to ask questions for clarification. Yeah. Start approaching everything that way. I think in this time period that we're in now, that literally, that's why I like it being the last rule. Yeah. Um, no one's listening to each other. No. That's really where we're at. This is what happens when societies and humanity, uh, you just look through it out in history where they clash. Yeah. Um, Stop texting. Because I guarantee... I really guarantee, and I throw this out as like a call to action, to just engage for a moment with someone you disagree with and yes. don't get upset. No. Don't look for a way to trap them no. or, you know, bait them, bait them into a trap or mm-hmm. entrap the conversation. Just talk about regular stuff. Yeah. And you're going to find out that they're the same as you. You've got they're, a lot more in common than you don't. It really is true. Yes. It really is. You find out that. You know, they're struggling with a child or mm-hmm. or maybe they're celebrating a great moment with their child. Mm-hmm. They're, uh, you know, yeah, you, you have so much in common with people that you think you disagree with everything. Of. Right. But you're focusing on that one thing. Yes. And that's something we all got to figure out right now is how it's to make. Imperative. We got to make that one thing the small thing and we got to make the 80 percent the big thing. And then just realize that maybe we just got to work around this one thing a bit. But uh, unfortunately, we're in this position where everybody thinks, oh, if I give up on that, all humanity is destroyed. The earth's going to die. Um, you know, we're not going to live for, you know, we're, no one's going to be around in the next five, ten years. It's a real apocalyptic moment right now. And this is where I think it's interesting with cults that we're doing because this is where cults breed. Yeah. They breed in apocalyptic stuff. And the moment you get apocalyptic shit going at you, you might be in Coltsville. It's, yeah. uh, it, it's, you know, the math is more on our side <laughs> of that equation saying that. So with that being said, have a lovely day, a wonderful week. And please, for the love of all that is true <laughs> and holy, make good choices. Take care.